is F1 Esports finished? That is the main headline for tonight, the late Apex, as we go through all the new sim racing current affairs and also check out what's going on in the Apex brands as well. Once again, I am Sam Fitzpatrick and I have alongside me David Sampson to discuss what is going on and let's get straight into it, David. F1 Esports, what is what is going on? It's a bizarre news story, this. It has, and it has been bubbling for some time now. We've had drivers speaking out as best they can, keeping politically correct because they want to keep their job and their sponsors. And obviously they know it's a bad situation anyway and they don't want to make it worse, but we know it's been bubbling over. Uh, there was all the big initial problems with round one. Well, no, I mean, there was no round one. Round one wasn't announced. We wasn't told the calendar. We didn't know the track. Was it happening? Was it? Was it in the Maldives? That yeah. That was a thing. They were going to the Maldives, but they were heading to ESL. We assumed the deal hadn't been done, but they kind of like hoped it would be inked by the time they landed. And then... But they they were saying that they were going to be in the Maldives like the day before, well, like when they were in Yonkaping. Yeah. It's not the Maldives, is not Yonkaping. No. It's really different. And then we learned from Twitter and deleted tweets and drivers posting and then rolling it back that it didn't happen. And then it happened the day later. And there was a... There was there was a broadcast in the end, and a very good, high quality broadcast as well. But it wasn't announced until it was live. The f- it was maybe a two day event. Was the first Yonkaping mm-hmm. event. Um, so yeah, let's go all the way back to the start. F1 yep. Esports hasn't been on for eleven months. Came back, new organisers. It's now organised by ESL. Meant to be in the Maldives, the first event like a month ago. Wasn't in the Maldives. Was never going to be in the Maldives. Instead, was in Yonkaping for the um, uh, DreamHack event. Maybe to be two events, but there was only one event. There was maybe an event, I think, on the Friday and the Saturday. They just had the Saturday one for some reason. Um, there was a broadcast for it, but there was no social media for it at all. Like nope. No one knew it was happening. I didn't know until after. It, until afterwards, as you say. And now, the newest update is, there was meant to be an event this weekend. By update, we mean sort of an unannounced update. Yeah, yeah, like a post, <laughs> like a little bit of information. There was meant to be an event this this weekend, and now there's not. Why is there not an event this weekend, you may be asking? No one knows. Genuinely, the drivers don't know why there isn't an event. I've seen a couple of videos. Limitless, I think, did the best video that I've seen on YouTube, at least, uh, explaining it. Also, race fans got some information from uh, from some F1 um, uh, management people. But uh, I, I, I saw a couple of other videos from F1 esports drivers, and they're not that interesting because they don't have any information. You expect there to be like a deep yeah. dive, and you were saying how they're trying to stay, you know, on the right side of everyone. But there's they, they just don't know anything no. because they're meant to do this event. There's people... I think this event was meant to happen in Yonkaping again. Well, there. there's people there yeah. ready for the event and it's not happening. <laughs> and it's really odd why it's not happening. The best idea I've heard, and this was from Limitless and he chatted to a few of the drivers, is believed that it might be to do with F1 management who are not happy with the prize pool or the way that the revenue is being split yeah. and how cancelling the event basically and causing 
these issues, which is similar to what they did with W Series earlier on in the year. Yeah. So maybe it's that, but it's very tricky still. I've seen drivers, I don't want to name any names or anything, but I've because they keep pulling their tweets and I don't want anyone to get in trouble, but um, basically saying like years, years have gone into this, giving up school early, giving up university opportunities, you know, um, uh, changing their life for this and for it to go down this way of late has been um, heartbreaking. Um, words to that effect. They've Again, they've tried to stay politically correct, but they're saying there's a lot more at stake here than just some eSport race, you know, because oh, yeah. n- nobody is being told anything. This is the crazy... I don't even think the season's been announced yet. Like, the tracks, the... Yeah, because... I, well, yeah, so this was meant to be a North American event type thing so mm-hmm. it's maybe vegas and cota even though i don't think that was officially announced but i think I, I, as far as i'm aware again this is from limitless he's uh he's mentioned this um and but like in terms of like the whole championship like how many events are there in the championship i'm not sure when is it ending i'm not sure yeah well, of course f1 have done no marketing towards this no and this is the seventh year of it i believe um, it's really, really strange. Just trying to find the one of the tweets actually that might be a bit more. Uh, of course, Ron Hard managed to take the round one at Bahrain. It was generally a good event. Uh, the actual organisation of or, or or the actual events in Yonkaping was really good. The stage was very impressive. Um, generally, the racing was very high quality. But you're absolutely right. Like in terms of like the the drivers and the teams, this is awful for their livelihoods because they earn money from the prize money and so if they can't earn prize money they are in massive trouble and so there's a lot of these teams and a lot of these drivers who are just losing any chance to earn money and and the money that they need and and you know the time that they put in expecting to get this money and they're not giving a chance to earn it Seemingly just because Formula One are a bit annoyed with a few percentages. Here yeah, it looks like it looks like um, rather than uh, you know a fifteen percent stake, they would rather hurt the series permanently and take no money. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I sent you a tweet. I don't know if you want to look at it and see sure. if you want it to be shown. Um, but yeah, so the biggest update on this is there's no updates. I think that's the scariest thing about it. Um, we know it. ESL were looking to be become the sort of the eSport hosts. Um, yeah, so here we have one of the eSport drivers themselves. I think this, this is... This was Marcel, who I saw a video on earlier on, and yeah, he was very much echoing the same stuff as this. Yeah, uh, so give that a quick glance. Uh, many people have understood F1 eSports and what it has meant for many of us. I came from a family of a poor background, and I was never able to showcase my talent due to money. F1 eSports changed that, and that was always my main starting motivation, showing what I can do. Uh, to one day race in real life. Um, there was always a show and political aspect, like in any sport nowadays, but it didn't dominate the fact at heart it was good competition. Well, I've seen how long this is. But yeah, it just goes on to stress. Yeah, it's quite long. Um, I think this was the well, the best crafted message, so I think he can keep it. But, you know, he's just heartbreak towards it and how it's never really been backed by F1 to be the esports they want. Because obviously I think entwined in this message is the um, is what he's mentioned, that other drivers have mentioned, not everyone knows about, that these cars aren't the same. 
underliningly, mm. if you're in a Ferrari or a Haas, I'm not saying the Ferrari's better, but they are different. The setup changes are handled. The way that the setups are applied, yeah. Yeah, which is absolute mad. Well, for the game, it's fine. Oh, Whatever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But it's the F1 esports side that they don't um, get behind this for the esport event. How can how can they not be the same for because the liveries are meant to be you know are not fake but you know just superficial yeah superficial that's not the point of it the point of it is who's the best of the best on level playing field and it's taken years of drivers thinking and feeling like they're different uh, but never been able to prove it but now it's shown the light of day that these cars are different and this has been this way for years and obviously I'm sure most of you know about the FPS I don't even want to say exploits because most times it was just People didn't know or people were just getting lucky. You run it at a different FPS, you get di- <laughs> different car performance. Mm. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. And, and of course, there's no proper anti-cheats as well. And of oh. course, you know, we're not, uh, there's always the accusations every month um, with this driver's cheating, this driver's cheating, and there's still not a proper way to stop it. So on, my, on, on that note, I, I loved this moment. Thomas Ronhar with the shush picture. Yeah. Because he obviously has had a barrage of hate on the internet regarding cheating because he was so fast, especially in key moments like uh, quali- quali 2 was the, the point I think people raise. Like quali 2 is when it really matters because, well, quali 1, sorry. I'm not F1 Esports, really a big fan. I think it's quali 1. They're saying he's so quick in quali 1, it gives him always an extra set of tyres for Q3 and it gives him a better advantage. I think he was the fastest in at LAN, where you can't cheat. Well, I don't know how you would. Uh, yeah, he won the race. He dominated the field. He dropped all the big names. And the only photo I saw on social media was him shushing everyone. I, I loved that. It was nice. I like Thomas. Well, I play chess against him. That's the only thing I can sure. beat him at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that was a great, great film. And even some drivers, I think Yano tweeted like, you know, I don't know what word to say. I can't remember what he used. I don't want to misquote someone, but, you know, well done and way to show us what we said wrong. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you're, yeah, obviously, yeah. you're obviously quick, son. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, of course, let us know what you think in uh, in the chats um, when it comes to this. Lennart Schnabel saying, F1 Esport, in my opinion, was always a bit meh due to the lack of realism and it looks a bit off. No doubt, I don't think it looks very good to the F1 games. And of course, it's not a hardcore simulator, but it's got a huge player base. And yeah, that's what matters. And a huge following. And, like you got even even like the non F one esports stuff. Even just like other leagues which go on on the F one game. You got fifteen thousand live spectators. Stuff on iRacing and ACC could only dream of getting fifteen thousand live viewers. I mean, iRacing special events. You're talking maybe a thousand or so. Uh, Lower high yeah. racing special yeah, yeah. events, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, a thousand if this happens in it. And let's forget, like, whether it looks mayor or feels mayor, these guys spend thousands of hours to be the best of the best with big money on the line. And yeah, these guys are legit fast. I've raced against half of them in high racing, and when they like when there's a special event on, like, we've got I don't know what can six hour coming up, or they're in doing officials on that week before, and they're fast as hell. Um, you know, so they work really hard. And I say, as mentioned, some of them have given up university. Some have given up job opportunities. Some of them have redirected their life to do this and travel the world. And their family have to financially support them while they like go through this. A lot of people, this. yeah, live, live halfway 
around the other side of the world, didn't they? Yeah. To, to and as Sam mentioned, some people are there. Yeah. In at your... the event. And, and that's the annoying thing is that this race could easily happen. Like, there's no reason for this no. event. Like, like in terms of like the logistics, ev- everything set. ESL's got ESL all the rigs. Is like a very experienced company. <laughs> they know what they're doing when it comes to this. The broadcast is like really high quality with fantastic presenters. Um, the whole rigs, uh, and it's just wasteful. Like, think of the waste when it comes to this. Like all the stuff that's been shipped out there. You're thinking tens of thousands of pounds, maybe even hundreds of thousands of pounds to put on this event, which isn't actually happening. It negatively affects everyone. And rather than finding some kind of compromise, and you know, you know, I, I don't want to like blame you know FOM because maybe maybe it's not actually done to FOM. Maybe FOM have a very good case, but I just think back to W Series when it seems so similar. Where again, they could have just made like a compromise and lost out a little bit by broadcasting the first few yeah. rounds of it. But instead, they still splashed loads of money and spent just as much money. Held as they back would the broadcasts. Others. And they just held back other stuff yeah. from happening because they weren't happy. It just seems so annoying. I'm not like, I know a lot of people have been saying, um, a few videos I've been saying how F1 is, everyone's all about the money now and there's no care for the sport. Like, I'm not saying that there should be any care for the sport. They're meant to make money. They're a business. I have no, I, I don't I expect them whatsoever to have any love for the sport because, you know, they, they're trying to make money, which is fair enough. Um, but when it comes to this, like it is frustrating that they're holding it back because it seems like they're hurting themselves as much as everyone else is hurting. Yeah, it's it's sad. And I say I don't. It doesn't even seem like yeah they're getting behind it up. You men are push through the ups and the downs, and they're well willing to celebrate the highs. But this last couple of months, we haven't heard anything officially. Even if it's going bad, get out in front of it, Horton. Just... It's not even going bad, is it, as well? like <laughs> just... It just seems like it's an agreement. Like, it's just like a contract or something. A statement needs to be made, though. You know, like, get out in front of it. Like, mm. like at least involve your audience that you want to be part of it. You have to involve them in the whole story. You can't just blank them. And the only thing we hear is upset drivers. Um, Welcome to everyone on chat, KCR Stig and Thomas Hansen and Lone UK. Hey guys. What do you think of F1 Esports um, about everything's um, going on? Do let us know. Um, I, it came to my mind, I have uh, I have a nephew, he is 18 months old. If I, I was trying to think, if he said one day, I want to become the best F1 Esports driver in the world, if I want to be the best sim racer in the world, mm-hmm. what my reaction would be. Because obviously a lot of these people have put their... I've given mm-hmm. up on university, you know. Like obviously, when it comes to school, like, that, that, you know, sets you back. But you can maybe recover from that. But, like, stuff like university, like, that's, like, yep. that, it's not easy to go back to that after mm-hmm. a while. And so it has compromised these people's lives so much. And you do wonder when there's people like this in charge of the events, whether you, you would necessarily encourage that. I don't know how you would be. I don't know if you've got any nieces or, or nephews who you could think the same question but I, I don't know how I would feel about encouraging them to pursue a career like this like when these things like these happen uh, it's tough because like any line of work it, the top I mean how many drivers are there in the, this this is a big esports oh, this is top 20 yeah top 20 and there's so many people wanting um, them hot spots 
And I don't think it's even just about being fast. It is about your social worth as well. Like, it's a lot more, yeah. like, almost going like real F1. You you got to bring a lot more to the table than just being quick. Um, I don't know. Obviously, it's good to aim high. Um, but, yeah, I just feel like this isn't going the right way at all. Um there's no new entity or there's no entity at all and they never came out in front of it even if it was just for the esports build you know like even if they were like yeah we understand so for the esports build like call it the esports build cars will be the same in entity of course like why wouldn't there be so they didn't say anything they didn't promise anything and they didn't deliver anything um and again they didn't announce the season they haven't stood out in front of any of it it's just been it's been sad to be honest yeah we all uh disappointing everything that's going on it will be back, um, but maybe in a few months or something. And hopefully, know. all the drivers are back when it happens. I mean, they can't. It can't not come back. Well, what if this destroys one of the teams? Like, because they're spending money on flights, drivers. But all the teams can be helped out by. I don't know how it works really, because the manufacturers are quite involved. Because each constructor has a team in the series. True. And say, but like we know, most things some some of those are a tight partnership. Yeah, and some of those are. Don't call us. Teams. Yeah, <laughs> like some of the teams who are big into esports. Sure, I don't know Ferrari. I don't know how involved Ferrari are. I doubt. Yeah, well, they phone them up now. Uh, we need our flights returned. They're like, sorry, who are you? What's <laughs> F1 esports? <laughs> what is an esports? Yeah, don't uh, call us. Um, yeah. Hey Ryan. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, but this is the problem. How many times have we used the word? I don't know. I think this is the biggest problem. We yeah, yeah. are just not involved. They don't want us to be involved. And the first two rounds have. I mean, I cannot believe the first race happened. I, I shouldn't have missed the first race, but I didn't know it was on. No. I started I, I started reading rumours and seeing pictures on Twitter. I'm like, I thought it was almost like a, like a meme or something. Sure. But it was the actual race. Yeah, yeah. yeah I Did, struggled to find the broadcast. I struggled to find out what track they even raced at. Mm. Yeah. Crazy. Pathetic. Uh, so that is F1 Esports do, do let us know if you have any thoughts your, yourselves um, I know uh, Jono doesn't rate F1 much Lennart saying don't it's all just a waste of time but Lennart you can earn tons of money tons and doing something that you enjoy or at least starts off enjoying I I don't know how you can enjoy doing 10 hours of a game grinding out but some people do um, so yeah it's uh, I, I can see why people want to do it but, man, it is tough. Like any sports, to be fair. Very few people make any decent money from it. Um, Matty, um, evening. Um, and, yeah, uh, Matty. Yeah, do let us know any other thoughts you have. But let's move on to Rensport, shall we? Because there are some updates for Rensport coming out. The new build, I believe, is on Monday. Um, it's very soon, at least. And there are some additions. Which, which do you think is the bigger addition? What do you want to talk about first? Um, well, I don't quite understand the first one because I get <laughs> what it is, but the more I read, it doesn't... It, it isn't what it sounds like it is. Well, let's cover that one because okay. I think it will become what it is, yeah. but I think right now it isn't. Anyway, let's tell them. It's Rensport Leagues. They're adding leagues. Okay, so they have their official... This is the confusion because they do have their officials. They run every hour. I think there's like three or four of them. And now they're adding Rensport Leagues. But... They're not letting anyone create leagues at the moment. No, they're put on by Rensport. I yeah. think. <laughs> it seems. Yeah, this is the confusion. There are hosted leagues. Uh, I think there's four in total. 
And yeah, they, during Christmas, yeah. Yeah, during Christmas. There's a few Christmas leagues, basically. And they're split by license, like beginner, semi-pro, uh, So the, well, the holiday ones are just Porsche, Cup, GT3 Masters, front-wheel drive, touring car, and Derby. They're running from the 20th of December to the 30th of December. Right. But you're right. In terms of from the 11th of January, we're now going to have beginner, amateur, semi-pro, I believe they're all in the um, GT3s. We're going to have the Praga Cup and the Derby um, leagues as well, the the figure of eights um, tracks. But that so the, these races, though, at least during the holidays, are once an evening. I believe right. each have a different time slot. So um, so they have their officials, but this is a league. Like this is. The... I think so. I think it might be like a separate competition because you like. I think you, you win the league at the end of it. Right. What you win, and this is a little bit confusing, at least for the Porsche... So, it is a bit confusing. For the GT3 and the front-wheel drive one, apparently you win, and then you have to email them, or they email you, and they there's some sort of prize. Not sure what the prize is. Might be something really cool. I don't know. It's a gift really that goes, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those e-cards you used to get <laughs> happy birthday wow spam um the porsche one you at the end of it you win a exclusive porsche well like a real 911 wow no <laughs> oh no so each car you have on Rensport has an even number and the even number is like a unique code which differentiates that car from every other car in the game. So, <laughs> so if you sign up, so when you sign up, you drive that Porsche. Josh Rogers, he drove the same um, Porsche to the title because that he had a unique code on his account. So that is his Porsche at that point. So if you win the Porsche Cup League, then you win a special Porsche, which has like a different Ivan number. And if you do that, then you—that's like that—that's like a—that—that's recorded as you have won that specific car because you've won that number. I, I do. You know NFT might have actually gone down better. Yeah. Um. I don't. I get it. Are they? So is the end goal to sell and trade them? Can Josh Rogers in the app uh, in six months? I guess you'll be able sell to his trade, car, trade it. Yeah. And you will. Well, buy how much would you pay for that? Because I, I think it's got some worth. I mean, like... Well, I was there at Munich watching him drive that yeah. virtual car. So I've touched that virtual like, car. It's a weird thing. Where, <laughs> Is like, that recorded? When people are like... <laughs> when, when it's put like this, even in my mind, and I'm quite sceptical of this stuff, I'm like, yeah, that is his car. But one could argue that a bit like being transported from one place to another. Imagine if you had like your body and you, it got rid of all the atoms and then it made new atoms 4,000 miles away. Are you the same person or is that a same, a different thing? You're talking about copy Basically, and paste or cut paste? Yeah. Yeah. If, whenever um, you like yeah. load off the sim, does that card disappear or is it still the same thing when you load um, that card? No, this is... I mean, it's confusing us talking about it and we know about it. Um, yeah. Um, I don't... I don't understand. Like, if this... No, I don't understand. It... Just doesn't make sense. Like, do you have a garage where you have two Porsches, and if you buy Josh's, you now have well, three? Well, I, I think you do get two Porsches. Yeah, if you win the Porsche Cup thing, you 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 have two Porsches. I I think at least that's what I could gather from it. Can you walk around your garage? 
and like paint it like in all those other games. Maybe. You put frames up. Uh, you can't probably see this even if you're on YouTube. You can't certainly can't if you're watching the po- listening to the podcast. The league winner will receive the first ever in-game prize in men's sport, the Porsche 911 GT3 Cup 990T, with an even that will mark it as a one-of-a-kind vehicle and a key part of your men's sport history for you to keep forever. You what, mate? So th- how can this be the f- what? The first... Just read that bit again. This There's is a part the first ever in-game prize. Yeah, further on, uh, what did you I say? say uh, the uh, Porsche Cup with an even number that will mark it as a one-of-a-kind vehicle. Sure, if every if an even's on every car, they're all one-of-a-kind. I have a one-of-a-kind. Yeah, but this one you've is won another for, one of a kind. achievement. It's like wait, no, I'm confusing because I took my Porsche to this race. Okay, yeah, I won, and they're going to give me a different car. Yeah, yeah they're going to give no. Me a different I want my car, car. my <laughs> one. <laughs> I won in that one. They're lying. They're giving me a brand new Porsche and you won in that. I'm like, no, I didn't. I won in this one. Thank you. Maybe that, that's the Porsche that you won. No, I already had it. In. I already had you it. You won. Well, one could argue they are identical. So yes. you're telling me they're going to store the win in a database. That's what you're saying. They're gonna, yeah. we'll, we'll promise we won't delete this. Yeah, yeah it, I think so. Until the tweet goes out and goes, oh, um, guys, sorry. We cleared the database. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Who won <laughs> again? Sets. Send us an email. <laughs> Here's the schedule. Uh, seven o'clock for front wheel drive. Eight o'clock. Uh, Porsche Cup, 9 o'clock, Masters of GT3, and 10 o'clock, the Derby. Uh, these are the tracks used. And, uh, yeah, so these races are going on once a day. Point system, very much just iRacing. Don't bother reading that. It's just algorithms. It makes sense. Uh, they know what they're doing when it comes to that. Even, um, feel free to read through that. And feel free to correct me, because I may have missed something, but as far as I, I can figure out, I, I, I figured out, like, in terms of it's what, what it's about. Um, and then, of course, this is the New Year stuff. So you've got the beginning league, the amateur league, the semi-pro league, the Prague Cup, and the Derby League. And, uh, yeah, that's everything for the uh, for the league system. So, um, okay, so I'm confused. They class these as leagues. Yeah. In iRacing, you have your officials, and your officials are over a season, and that's how the season's divvied up. So... Are you telling me when this is a finished product, they're going to have their hourly races and they're going to have their self-hosted leagues and I assume hosted leagues, right? So you've got hosted leagues, self-hosted leagues, and then your officials, which are, are, are they saying the leagues are more important than the officials? Are the officials just hourly lobbies? I'm not sure. I guess what they could do is that if they're going to do more of these in-game prizes, then maybe they don't want to give it for officials and they want to have these maybe week-long leagues which are like separate to it, which you win prizes for. Uh, because in-game prizes are a big thing for Rensport. They want it to be like a marketplace sort of in the in the game um, itself. Um, this doesn't differentiate. Like what they're focusing on is not a differentiator. It's just confusing. It is confusing, yeah. yeah. Do yeah, you know what people I, I, really want? Money. You win a league, you get posted money. People will talk about that a lot more. Yeah. Even if it's a little they bit want of money. stuff to be worth money, whether it be liveries, whether it be cars that Josh Rogers has won championships in, whether it be tracks or whatever. They want it all not to be real money, but like stuff that you can trade in-game. So and I think that's what they want to keep it. Like Five years from now, we're going to be day traders, right? Buying and selling liveries, yeah. moving stock prices. 
Yeah, like maybe Jamie Fluke will be a millionaire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. ART livery, which he won the Road Atlanta race in, in ESLO on. I don't know. Um, and they've got bigger things to focus on. I, I'd even think they've... Leagues is for us. They should have their officials. They should have championships or something like that. And then the leagues are the things that we host. The I know they're standing the Irish way, but... And I, I, I think that's what they will do eventually, isn't it? Where you'll be able to host your, your own leagues. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's a bit bit confusing when it comes to the terminology if they just didn't call it leagues if they call it Rensport championships yeah then that would be with um, leagues to come yeah um the other big news this is exciting news actually i i've come I round like this i have oh you come round well, oh well we're gonna have an argument I'm, uh, do i have to change my mind now no i haven't come i'm not full sam i'm i'm coming round slowly let's share the idea I, it's it's gorgeous though this is posted by overtake.gg. Um, oh, sorry, no, this is the this is the out of date thing. Sorry, uh, that was speculation. What we want instead is the trailer. Here we go from Rensport. Look at that. Uh, so this is Orchard Road. This is not an original circuit. So this was originally designed by Legion of Racers which is a Singapore sim racing community. And they developed this track called Orchard Road, which is based on, I think, sort of the scenery of, uh, of Singapore um, for an Assetto Corsa competition a few years ago, back I think in 2020. And they have now helped develop this track with Rensport to add to the game. So the big headline this, two big headlines. One, it's a fictional circuit. Yep. And two, it is a community developed circuit. It was developed by Rensport in reality, but it was developed with the community um, for, for for that track. So um, yeah, what do you think? Well, when I officially, I mean, I was next to you when I heard the announcement, I'm not a huge fan of fake tracks. Uh, because I have enough to learn on the real ones. Um, but this is showing off their modding support. Um, I don't know. It's good-looking track. I'm sure it races well. Um, I don't know. You have to be careful with these fantasy tracks because the real ones take time and they, they're licensed. People love them. They're passionate around them. This, I don't know. I love the idea. But how, how far does this go? Like, do we get... Are they going to flood us with a... 800 tracks because an AI could whip up a track in five minutes. I, I don't know. Do you mean, where does this stop? I think like, it's a good start. I think it's a good way to populate tracks early on. I think iRacing, no point in having fictional circuits because right now they're releasing grade A real life circuits and no one is driving them. Um, Manucor, for example, or Aragon, for example. Um, uh, but for Rensport, for a game which currently has five tracks, yeah, I, I, I think have fictional circuits, especially seeing that this is a proper, this isn't just a fictional circuit where they've just made a track which could be anywhere. This is a street circuit. Like this isn't, they're taking advantage of the unrealism to make a circuit which would be tricky to create in real life. And so I, I don't mind this. I'm up for this. Long I, Beach. Well, they give yeah, it, yeah. Oh. I mean, Long Beach would be better. <laughs> but... <laughs> No, I get where you're coming from. I do. Um, I just feel like a company who has gone through so much backlash with every 
way they've handled a business decision. I mean, they're doing wrong. They've handled it like a professional boxer. They just keep taking it on the chin. They never get demoralized. They put out posts. Keep and taking these punches in the face. They do. But don't but they, they're, they're getting good at doing it. But this, I can see the tweet. I haven't read the tweet. I can see the replies now. I mean, one of them hopefully just says, Long Beach. And that would be my tweet. Like, sure. I'm not going to put a question mark or an exclamation mark. I'm just going to say those words. Yeah. Just go scan that. Can't be expensive. Um, yeah, I, uh, I know, I don't know what it's like with licenses, um, and how much, I, and I guess like what they're also trying to push here is like the fact that it's a community thing. So like they're saying this person developed this track, you can develop your track and can again, I it? it's back to, well, it, it, exactly <laughs> just what I was going to say. It's about the marketplace <laughs> and how someone a user would be able to develop a track and they could then sell that to other people, not through like an, another system, but within the game and they can trade it within the game. And then you have the ecosystem and it turns into something bigger. That's the plan. I think. Oh my God. Cause I, I was surprised when I saw there was an iPhone app before there was three tracks. Like, I don't know if you've used the app to scan and log in and, Oh yeah, uh, claim yeah I've logged in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just wish they'd focus on the things we want them to focus on. Like I see someone mentioned in chat. Was it Lennart? Um, the pickup rentsport was awful. He mentioned out the same thing I mentioned out. I forgot to mention that we didn't put that in our notes, but we, we've discussed that a decent amount. That was um, yeah, not a very good event. Everyone was in the same livery. There was twelve cars. There's no standings. There was no overtaking, and there was no standings for most of the race. The black car won though. Well, there was a different livery. No. They, they're all black. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Were they not all grey? I can't remember. Mate, oh, I okay. watched it for about four seconds. Okay, um, so I actually wanted to take part in that, but I was declined because apparently I don't live close enough. Yeah. I was the seventh grey car. No, I'm joking. But yeah, there was no overtaking. They're all the same colour. There's no standing. You could buy the seventh grey car, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I could. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, I don't think it matters. It's not like iRacing has anything to show on that peak upside. Like the broadcasts get no views. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it it doesn't need to be great right now. No. Like it's not as though, oh no, they've messed up run rounds. This is the end. Um, decent chance that perhaps Rensport might host um, Pesk in, in in the future. Um, uh, might might be what the avenue that they go down. So I've just decided. I'm excited. Because you're telling me if I work hard, really hard, on the, over the Christmas break, I can build Rainbow Road in Rensport. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, I, look, look, let's do that. Yeah, let's like, do that. You know, people in the YouTube <laughs> chat, you know, they're saying, no, 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 no. We don't want fictional circuits, Rainbow Road. Come on. We want that. If I could do if that. I, was round five of Pesk. A whole league on Mario Kart tracks, mate. Yeah. Um, this yeah, is exactly. It. Here we go. We're turning this around now. So it, it could work. It could work. Uh, KCR Stig, by the way, saying uh, Surface Paradise. Give me that. I 100% agree. You can go on my iRacing profile. Uh, user ID is 230733. And you can see that my um, number one track that I want, Surface Paradise. So I'm absolutely down for Surface Paradise. Wonderful cycle, particularly <laughs> the old version. Um, needs to be added. was in Toka. Please add to iRacing or Rensport. I would buy Rensport just for just for that. Honestly. Rainbow Road and uh, Rainbow Road as well. I'm gonna um, add that to my iRacing profile. So, are we summarising that they should pursue fictional circuits? I'm saying that they should, for the time being. They need to be careful on the amount of fake to real because we 
like it's already really backlash. Oh, this is only for esport drivers. Oh, this is only for people with the beta. Then they throw like, oh, we're doing PESC Germany. And then there's Germans saying like, wait, I don't have a license. How do I? And then we'll be like, well, check your email. And they're like, yeah, yeah I have, and I don't have one. Well, then you can't compete. They just, I say, they're willing to take the punch, because that's quite a punch. They should have replied, oh, of course, if you're German, submit a form, we'll get you a key. No, check your inbox and hope you've got one. Otherwise, you can't compete in PESC Germany. All this, they're just constant with backlash. So they need, yeah, to be, yeah. need to be careful. They can't just go add in five now. No way. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. I want to fix what they have, deliver another season of R1, um, make PESC. I mean, they've got to sort the little thing. If There's a phrase. If you can't handle the little things, you cannot handle the big things. Sure. We can hope that they're going to do a Daytona 24 and pay good money. I'm sure they can. And Petit Le Mans do the same thing. They have the tracks now and they have the eSport teams and it would be Giga. But if you cannot handle PESC Germany's 15-minute 12 cars giving liveries and overlays, then you cannot handle a Daytona 24. Sure. No, not even fathomable. So, yeah. I'm pushing for Rensport because we need competition and if we lost Rensport and we're going to lose the 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 WEC one, what's it called? Uh, Le Mans Ultimate. If we're going to lose Le Mans Ultimate, uh, AC's doing well on LFM, but you know it's on its final uh, bloodline. Uh, I don't know. We can't have no competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely right. Uh, Alan Leith saying that Tilka 1954, uh, or a username called Tilka 1954, is going to drop 500 tracks. I'd love that. Imagine if someone just like took <laughs> Tilka. Imagine if like <laughs> someone developed like the most Herman Tilka circuits, and his company just went down the drain because. Like someone accidentally de- like makes all the circuits in Rensport that they were going to make. Yeah. I reckon they've probably got the next twenty circuits already sketched out. Yeah, uh, has um, uh, Tilkers Herman Tilkers son. I wonder uh, how this all works with licensing because obviously iRacing uses doesn't use it allow no. You can manipulate your TGA files using trading paints to put unauthorized, unlicensed, copyrighted material in the sim is that gonna be the case with modding this is always comes back to you can go ahead and create red bull ring okay you can create not a laser scan but if you work hard you can almost create a one-to-one red bull ring and you can race it probably in your league a self-hosted league but can you race you know what races can go there and be legal to be broadcast like where's the line again on mods this you can't make a Red Bull ring and not pay for it and drive on it in a mm. broadcasted ESL. Like, you, Well, you had like Project Cars. I remember the first Project Cars had inverted Suzuka, so all the left-hand turns were right-hand turns, basically. And I'm not sure if they would be allowed to do like proper big events, but it was allowed in the game, and they just didn't call it Suzuka. So, yeah, how far can you go with that? Yeah. Sure, you can have it in the game. Can you host competitions for prize money on it? Maybe not. Um, ACC has opened up crossplay. Excellent Xbox, PC, and PlayStation. No, oh, just <laughs> console. <laughs> My God. Uh, so this was reported by GT Planet. Um, so yeah, so uh, updates so that uh, Aesthetic Corsa. Competizione players on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series can now um, drive against one another. However, uh, the PC players cannot. 
it's very good news for leagues, for example, uh, which uh, maybe are looking for a little bit of extra participation, uh, who now potentially have double the user base that they had previously. But unfortunately, of course, PC remains isolated. GT Planet speculates could be down to uh, smaller grid sizes, perhaps, on console. Uh, it could be because our private servers are free on console, but are not free on PC. They're not quite sure why. Um, but uh, yeah, still PC is isolated from the console. Yeah, and actually, Alan's got a good point, and what we're mentioning is a good point, is that, yeah, I mean, Alan's right. We class them as controller users. But as we were chatting about before the broadcast, we do class console players as controllers and PCs as the meta, full sim rig, full, you know, the whole works. Streaming PC, the, the works. Lots of cameras, RGBs. But we have to remember DDs, rigs, foldables have been coming down in price rapidly. Like, and not just, I mean, like, let's think about the 49-inch. Like, triples with a console is just not doable you can only output to one display you can't then where well, you're going to put your xbox cables you know um super ultra wides ultra wides foldable rigs dds coming down from thousands to 300 um you know it's going the direction where in a couple of years don't quote me you can go full sim racing with a console you know you don't you won't need a pc you can stream you can join any event you could uh Use your full rig. I don't know. Like, things are changing. Uh, the consoles are cheaper, better optimized. The games are better up to date. Uh, PC is a pain in the ass. Um, yeah, so there could be a convergence at some point. Let's see. If they um, Go on. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't mind going up against someone with a controller, honestly. Like, I know that, like, obviously, they might be more reckless. But I think as long as... And I know that ACC maybe doesn't have it quite... Uh, and maybe I'm thinking a bit too much of an iRacing thing here. But I think if someone's evenly matched me, I'm happy to race against them, whatever. And it's all down to the game in that case to split us up properly. Yeah, and I'm of course sure. with LFM, hopefully that's... I'm not sure how how active are LFM in terms of... um, Sorts of... Are they able to have splits and and stuff when it comes to yeah, yeah, time slots yeah. and stuff. Loads of so splits. Every hour, every half um, now. You're not going to be with reckless drivers no. anyway. True. Right? So I, I, I wouldn't mind. I, I, I'd like to race against console. So players. LFM's the full wireless experience. You've got mm. 10, 12 splits like, easily. Like It's a very busy uh, environment. And I don't know. I think like as this convergence happens, like as all this gear becomes cheaper and cheaper and cheaper and works better and better and better on console, we can see... One day, GT7, G- Gran Turismo, or Forza, or... Um, is there another one? No. I mean, they're the two main yeah. ones that I can think If of. one of them takes it seriously, then it's not a competitor. It's over. Yeah, yeah. Over Within a week, it's over. Um, they have to take it properly serious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To PC standards. Yeah, yeah. And demonstrate to the community as well that they are, and directly go to them and say... I can't see us. it being Gran Turismo because if they're to truly dominate, would be to open up crossplay. And I can't see Gran Turismo ever doing it. Whereas okay. I could see Forza doing it. But Yeah, unless there's a change of ownership. Is it um Poly Poly Yeah. Polynix Poly Poly I think they're owned by Sony, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, think so. They are, yeah. Um Yeah, so I can see one they they I mean they have the graphics, they have the user base, and we know they have the servers. 
It's just all the jank in between. Yeah, yeah. It's just the fact you can drive in far chase. The fact the the contact model looks like it used to do on what's that road rat that road rat the game from forty years ago. Um, yeah, we'll see. That's um, a long way out. Also, GT2 cars are coming in January. We already knew that GT2 cars were coming to ACC, uh, but uh, confirmation that they are coming in January. So if you're a fan a of SRO... I think there's a trailer. Oh, is there? I did not see that. Um, um, yeah, you, you can share it on your screen if you want. Copy. Um, but uh, yeah, some, some uh, GT2 content then coming to ACC. Uh, personally, a category car that I'm not too familiar with, but there's a fair few different manufacturers being represented in SRO GT2, and so it should be a, a nice addition to the already GT3 cars. Uh, I think they've got the Porsche Cup as well, and GT4 cars as well, so um, a decent roster, um, and of course that will be uh, massively expanded upon as well when it comes to Assetto Corsa 2, which will be released, um, I believe, in 2024. If I call correctly, uh, have we got that teaser? Yep, I've got it now. I was just checking it's uh, legit. And let's get this maximized. Uh, let me just check I've got volume. Apologies. I do not. I'm shaking my head. You can't see me shaking my head. Here we go. Uh, for our podcast listeners, um, I mean, you can hear it. It sounds pretty neat, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's see, because this is a pack, so you do need, people need to pony up to buy it to make all the leagues busy. And actually, I'll come back to that moment in a second with it taking the curb, but, yep, there are quite a lot of GT2s, and a Maserati would be fun to drive. Right, I want to show you one moment, because I've been learning about it, see, see, slowly in the background. And it's this moment right here. There might be a sneak peek into something that's coming. It's been wanted, hopefully I haven't missed it really, from the community for quite some time. Come on. Here we go. This moment, oh, I paused it perfectly, uh, is what um, the community calling the suspension update that people have been waiting on because they feel that the way this Porsche takes the curb and reflect, uh, rebounds off the track is a suspension update. The way it comes down, there you go, you can see that. So once more time, watch it, how it lands and transitions the weight across the chassis. Sure. Yeah. People are taking that as an indication that um, there is a suspension update inbound. Um, so we should say, exciting, but can it be super busy? Who knows, because this is a, you know, a, a pack that has to be bought. Um, we're assuming it's separate to the Nordschleifer pack that's also on the horizon coming soon. Um, there's no reason why it'd be part of the GT2, but we know. Um, yeah. I think it's like eight, April, I want to say. <clears throat> Nurburgring. Maybe they haven't announced that. But it yeah, does some, look sometime. good. It looks stunning. And this is going to be one of the prettiest night-driven rain experiences of the Nordschleife we've yeah. ever had. So it does, I mean, the, from what I've seen, it looks phenomenal. Yeah, um, should be neat. Yeah, I think that's everything ACC. It wasn't a big, it was more just, uh, yeah, the announcement of crossplay and, yeah, GT2 coming in January. Um, when it comes to iRacing, we have got the special events announced for next year. Um, many familiar ones. It's a, it's a long calendar uh, these years, uh, or these days. I mean, when I joined, there was like eight of them. 
One of them was Monza in the 2015 McLaren. I think that was one of the less popular ones. One of the new ones for this year um, is Indy Six Hours. Uh, yep. That's going to be uh, IMSA cars, so GTP, LMP2, and GT3. For that one, that will be in September, which nicely fills that slight lull. It's always very busy in sort of May and June, so it's nice to have something in September uh, before uh, Petit Le Mans in, uh, in October. Is Petit always that late? That's really late, 18th to 19th of October. Um, do you know what? I don't know. I thought it was late September. Um, maybe it's the week after the real life event now. We've got someone in chat called me, Cara Madura. Hi, I am back. And Road Atlanta still suck for multicast. <laughs> smiley face. I assume that's just to push me. Cara uh, Madura, of course, uh, team owner of Walk Racing, the top sim racing Romanian team, as far as I'm aware. I don't know if there's got any other Romanian rivals over there. But um, yes, welcome, Karamadari, to the uh, to the stream. Um, yeah, don't push, David. Don't push, David, on on that one. <laughs> I think it's brilliant for multi class. Yes, it's technical, but that's I think that's what I like about multi class. Um, and Thomas is right. Something on our news to mention. We might as well mention it now. LMP three has been added to the raw. Yes, the raw before the the raw before the what's the phrase raw before the. 24. Raw before the 24. Um, So it's, uh, remind me, GT4. Uh, LMP3 GT4 touring car. So TCRs, yeah. Yeah. TCR GT4. Because I think it was just those two last season. Mm. Uh, But they're adding the LMP3. I think it's a 2.4 hour race. Um, It's good. It's a bit unreal. Fun event. And there's such like a lull before that. Like there's so few. Yep. I guess we've got um, Fuji, which helps now a bit. But, like, generally, at least how it used to be was Petit in September, and then you go, wait, so many months. Yeah. So the, when the Raw comes around, it's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And everyone participates in it. And Daytona is always the most popular special event by a big margin. More pop, Even when Le Mans was the thing, Daytona always beats it out in, part, in terms of participation. It does. It does, yeah. It's the first big one. Uh, I'm excited to run that. I'll be doing GTP. As long as they aren't super terrible, that's the plan. We're running yeah. GTP. Um, what was I about to say? The um, I've lost my train of thought, which is rare. Was it about the the um, indie event? or No, it doesn't matter. I forgot. Um, but no, I'm ex- oh, the Raw. Oh, yeah. I believe it can be soloed. Sorry. I don't usually use my train of thought. I believe the event can be soloed. Uh, so we'll check that, but make sure you check the forums before entering, quoting me on a podcast that you shouldn't be disqualified at the end because David said so. But I believe it is one of the events that does allow you to go solo because it, it does make it super popular. I do. So I, it's good that the LMP3 has a good event for it, but I, I, I do think it's sort of be nice if the Raw was MX5, Touring Car, and GT4. Well, let's talk about what the Raw should be. Oh, it's, yeah, it should be. GTP, GTP, LMP2, G- and GT3. GT3, yeah. Because it's just a practice race. Yeah, it's Whereas, the same events. So iRacing, like, considering they're so fixated on being legit, they let us at least have this. Yeah. It'd be dull if it was a 2.4 race. Because seeing that you have, like, I'm not sure what the IMSA endurance plan is, but I wouldn't be surprised there's an IMSA endurance event the week before the 24. That's usually, do you know when it usually is? Is it the week after? Or is it the same week day? Off. Yeah, Mate, it's the same. Yeah, because people do it in the morning. Yeah. And then, honestly, don't. Uh, uh, so, some people's drive to drive is 
remarkable to me. I could not be bothered. Five hours driving around Daytona in as like a five-man team. Too much for me. How do people do it? Um, yeah, so there's enough Daytona in those cars anyway. Um, so we've got the Raw, the Daytona 24, and then the Daytona 500. Yep. Um, Bathurst 12. Yeah, it's Bathurst a, good... a little bit later as well, I feel like. But I might be making that up. Bathurst 23rd to 25th of February. Yeah, it's a good schedule. It, obviously, it's... I mean, where's Suzuka? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, Fuji. they still got Fuji. Why? Why? I did it, and I... We... My... We... It was... Ugh, I just... Yeah. I just... <laughs> it's just... No. <laughs> it was just difficult to be motivated for that one. Wish Bathurst 24 was still a thing. Yes. But the 12 does feel like a 24. Um... So I think that's everything in terms of iRacing. The other release that I found out about earlier on was Expeditions. A Mud Racer game has been announced. So I know nothing of this. So I, am, I am also learning. I don't know much about this series, but it looks pretty cool. This is from Overtake.gg. Um, I think the previous Mud Runner games, you got like a big truck and you got to go like off-road in order to get somewhere. And it's very much like transport this thing over this mountain and uh, they're releasing a new game so this one's going to be more focused on smaller off-road vehicles oh this is like snow runner i know what yeah, you yeah, mean yeah yeah so, oh. so this is the so it's not a direct sequel to snow runner but it's like a spin-off from, what, snow from the same studios or yeah, yeah oh the same developers it's basically a sequel um i so, might play this yeah, so this so you're gonna have smaller cars. It's more focused on scientific research for this one. So, I know you're gonna have to get a vial of I know uh, snake poison in the jungle, <laughs> something like that. I think that's what scientists do in it. It does sound very sciencey. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so that's what you do. This is cool. So your vehicles are equipped with gadgets such as drones and mental detectors, all of which can be upgraded back at base alongside a team of experts, up to six personnel from a choice of 16. The off-road driving experience is about scouting the correct routes and then taking it carefully to avoid getting stuck or falling off a ravine. There will be four regions, each broken down into two main biomes, around four kilometers squared in size, helping you get out of any trouble. You can now inflate or deflate tires at any time, and alongside a winch, there's a new anchor tool as well. So that will be released in uh, when do I say uh, March fifth of March, twenty twenty four. So keep an eye out for that one. And if you're a fan of their previous editions. Um, then uh, which are Mud Runner and Snow Runner, uh, this may well be the game for you. Yeah, I'm gonna play that. I'm, I feel like I got when I got into Snow Runner, it was just everyone like I knew not. I, I don't know. I felt like I was so late to it. Sure. it felt stupid now for me to start learning. But yeah, I'm, I like. I always like to look at Snow Runner. It was a game I watched people play, and um, yeah, I wouldn't mind giving this a try. Plus, us eye racers, we know how to manipulate tire pressure without changing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we know how to get the surface pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Using the curbs, weaving. Yeah, yeah. We're made for that game. Yeah, you don't go straight to the place that you need to go. Nope. You need to do three warm up tours of the map yep. in order to get the tire pressures in the right spot and then you can go for it. So that's that's, it. that's how you do it. Uh that pretty much wraps up the news section of the podcast. So we've got uh some more stuff um coming up when it comes to the Apex brands. 
Um, you may have heard it. If you're listening along to the podcast, you would have probably heard my voice at the start because I had to hear my voice at the start when I listened back to last week's when I was uh, dying um, from uh, the illness. And so, um, but for YouTube listeners, you may not be familiar. So I will let you know that at the moment you can get a 40% discount on an annual Apex Facing Academy Silver subscription. And that means for as little as £50, you can get setups and chat guides and some of the best drivers in iRacing for a year. If you go to apexracingac.com and choose the one-year silver subscription and enter the code ARASAVE23, uh, you can get that 40% discount. So you do recommend that one. And also, if you spend 500 quid at Apex Racing Simulators, then you get three months of Apex Racing Academy Silver for free as well. So uh, that's an extra incentive to buy yourself some VRS Direct Force Pro equipment, whether that be the wheel rim, the wheelbase, or the pedals. So go to apexracingsim.com and spend £500 to get one reward. Or you can go to apexracingac.com, use the code ARASAVE23 and get 40% off. So thanks to them for helping us out on that one. Um, did you discuss the um, the Mercedes trip last week that um, we did Jamie not. and Kev and Kate no. went on? No. Well. I saw the pictures. Okay. Well, this is mainly going to be me showing pictures and uh, pretty much. But they went to like the AMG sim racing meetup over oh. in Germany. And I think they had a real good time of it. They uh, drove some um, some Mercedes. Tough uh, life. <laughs> here we go. This might actually work. Sort of works. Here we go. There's Jamie. Um, so, yeah, they got to drive some Mercedes around. Um, they got to meet up with all the other AMG-partnered sim racing teams. And... Uh, I think they had a, a real good time of it. So um, yeah, there's Kev. So yeah, Kev, Alex, and uh, and Jamie all had a, a, a ball, and that was uh, that was last week that they headed over to Germany for that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. So yeah, thanks to um, AMG for um, offering that opportunity. And yeah, it is super cool how seriously they take um, sim racing. And uh, it's very cool to be partnered with them. Yeah, 100%. And, Man, uh, that looks glam. Yeah. I mean, it's a properly well put on <clears> event, <throat> isn't it? Like, it's not just a meetup. <laughs> it's just uh, um, some, um, yeah, a pretty good time that they had. So, yeah, thanks to for that. Um, and, uh, yes. That's cool. I, I'm, I'll drive a Merkel season long to go to that, if that's yeah. the deal. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'll be three k. Trust me, this guy does deserve it. He, he, he really does. Um, a slightly smaller thing, but I thought Lewis Ward took a nice photo, and um, was uh, was Pete and Luke. Uh, we got a nice box of champagne from Stormforce Gaming for winning the British F four Championship. There you go. I just like this photo. It's a real nice photo. Well done to Lewis. He might be watching along. Um, of uh, British Chef Fort. So he won some nice champagne. It wasn't Prosecco. It was champagne. So congratulations uh, to Luke and Pete for that. Hopefully they enjoy that. Uh, anyway, probably more to the pressing stuff. Uh, IMSA Global Esports Championship. It is the season finale. That's right. Yeah. On Saturday. 
uh, Apex are in with a good shot. The 99 car is currently th- uh, fifth place in the championship. Is it Daytona up next? Yes. Um, currently the 99 is fifth place in the championship, but it is really close and a race win could get them right back in the hunt. There it is. Any of these teams could win still. Yeah, it's tight at the top. So yeah, we've got past Redline, Williams, VRS, Coenda and Altus. In the GTDs, we are currently leading the um, standings, but Redline are close to us. So hopefully we can get both titles. That would be an amazing achievement. Uh, but in particular, hopefully we can defend the GTD class win that we uh, that we won last year. Yeah, hopefully. So yeah, best of luck to the guys for that one. And uh, yeah, you can catch that on Saturday. I think that's on the iRacing proper YouTube channel, which you yeah. can tune into that one. So well, yeah, two boys have always been strong at Daytona. What, Daytona 24 win? Absolutely dominated, yeah. yeah. GTD making the rest of the teams look like they didn't prep fuel-wise. Yeah. That was impressive. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, won LMP2 as well. Good memories of that. Uh, I think that rounds out Apex Racing team uh, for the week. Um, ARL. Some actual news on ARL. Usually we just go straight to ARTV. But no, we've got news on ARL. Uh, congratulations to Giuseppe Lofaro. And Edward Pop, they became the Super Formula Pro and Am driver champions. Giuseppe, it was a long championship, 11 rounds. Giuseppe took the lead of the championship after round 10. Uh, wow. It was a winner-takes-all pretty much between the top four into the final round. And Giuseppe won by about one and a half seconds over Chris Rosencrantz to take the title. Edward Pop, long-time F3 driver. Uh, if Lennart's still around, Lennart would have raced against Edward a million times before. Really works hard, super nice guy, and um, really through consistency managed to win in the AM Championship. Congratulations to him. And Alkentech, Lennart is part of Alkentech. He won the championship uh, for that as well. Uh, it's not 100% because the protests haven't been reviewed, but as far as I'm aware, no protests have been submitted. So those championship results are probably finalised. This was a massive moment, and this perhaps decided the amateur championship. So Grisetto and Pop went into the final round tied on points in the amateurs, so whoever finished ahead was going to win the title. And uh, Grisetto at this point was third. He was in championship winning position. Uh, but then had the collision with Ben Ford. Any any opinions on uh, on this incident? Let's have a look. So he had the defensive line, so he knew he was going to be... Yeah, I mean, that red car, Ben... Look, he's got the other car offline, so he knows he's going to be slightly slower on the exit, but tries to sweep. So he does... You have to pass saving. He does clip him, I believe. So look, he compromises his entry, which we know is going to give him better exit speed. Does the under... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Racing lines, racing instant slash, obviously on Ben because, you know, he's the one getting the guy offline to slow him off, to slow him down the exit. But then he doesn't react to him slowing on the exit. He just clips him. So, sure. yep. yeah, straight to prison. <laughs> <laughs> um, so well done once again to Lefaro and Pop, two very well deserved championship winners. Other news: we've got a graphic for this Apex Racing League prototype. It's back. Um, but just with GTP cars. So if you want to get rid of the um, 
annoying slower cars. That's what I was thinking to say. Yeah. <laughs> what was my announcement? I really tried to push this. It's I'm going behind the scenes here, but whenever I write a league announcement post, I always really struggle because in the end, we've gone through some of these seasons, like eight or nine seasons. It's very tricky to come up with original stuff. Fortunately for this season, it is a bit original because we have just got the one class. So what did I put? Um, oh, no, I've gone on to the wrong page. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we're really pushing the fact that it's just GTP. And it's maybe quite a relief. I know that a lot of people like the multi-class. I like the multi-class. But it's quite cool to have a car that's always in multi-class to be able to do single class. Here we go. Are you a GTP driver who wants to be rid of the slower classes? Want to instead race against 59 other GTPs spread across three driver driver divisions? If so, Season 7 of the Apex Racing League Prototype Championship is for you. Uh, it starts on the 4th of uh, January. And, um, yeah, what do you think about the racing on that one? Would would you relish the chance to yes. uh, race against that many GTPs? Yes, 100%. Do we have a schedule? Tracks? Oh, so, yep. Uh, it follows the IMSA schedule. Oh, okay. I haven't even so, looked at the IMSA schedule next Round season. one. Le Mans. Oh, it follows the IMSA schedule from this season and carrying on. All right. Le Mans, Le Mans Glenn. Watkins. Brilliant, brilliant. Daytona. Great. Nürburgring combined. Did you do in Nordschleife? Yes. <laughs> Sebring, Giga. <laughs> Sebring. Spa might be swapped with Mugello because apparently they've swapped it in the officials. So. No, it's being Spa. No, go on. No, carry on. I'm playing. <laughs> Aragon, I'd need to learn. Montreal, Giga track. Silverstone. Silverstone's the finale. Round nine. Nine rounds. Ah, nice. Sign up on apexracingleague.com. I have no idea how Nord's life will be. I saw it on the calendar for IMSA and just thought, whose idea was a triple multi-class? <laughs> I've seen it there a couple of times before, I think. Back in the LMP1 days, yeah? Maybe. But mm. Back when there were no LMP1s. Back when it yes. was just... Yeah. But of course, you don't have lapping. It's such a long circuit that you, you won't get round to lap someone by the end. Unless there's an endurance week there. But yeah, in true. the 45-minute races, yeah, you won't, you won't yeah. catch up. Um, so, yeah, we'll need a different qualifying format as well. That's always fun. Might do single fast. No, actually, it, seeing that's combined, double fast start should be fine on that one. Uh, three driver classes as well, so everyone's welcome. Do join. Recommend. Uh, and that's Sam means Am, Pro Am, and Pro. Yes. So, oh. um, often with this stuff, I just think, yeah, everyone must know this. Yeah. And I realise <laughs> I've done so many. Too much series. knowledge can sometimes be a bad thing. So, I'm so arrogant. I'm so arrogant. <laughs> no, oh, not. talking about me being arrogant. Uh, I won a race on Saturday. It was brought up in comments. But bit, yeah. I don't know if Jonathan's still around, but this is some of the best driving you will ever see in your life. You're unbiased, though. So let, let's see the start. So, so actually, let's, let's go from the start. I mean, this is... what a, what, where, where am I? Here we go. Who, who's that man? Number 71. Oh, they've gone away from me now. Look at that. Second place. Ovals. Let's see ovals. And there's like 40 cars and I'm second place. Wonderful stuff. How does it progress, you're thinking? Well, here comes the next race. By the way, this is Breaking Rights 3, Third Time's Charm. Uh, race organised by Arjuna uh, Kenkapati. Thank you to Arjuna. Brilliant event put on once again. The guy is a legend. Uh, Jonathan is still around. <laughs> uh, 
Where is the big moment? Here we go. So, I mean, this is just wonderful to see this many chucks around Lime Rock Park. A lot of fun. But then this is, this is the winning move. See yeah. what I do differently here, David. Can you spot her? I can uh, I can guess. I think you found a Mario Kart shortcut, right? Here okay. he goes. And the slowdown will be served by the time you get there, yes? Pretty much, yeah. You gain about two seconds by doing that. <laughs> so I did it once. And then... I do it again. <laughs> there I go. And then we got all told, you're not allowed to do that. But I took advantage of it. And I finished in second place in this race. Is that Chadwick win? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think we'll won this one. Uh, so towards the end of the race, apologies for the podcast listeners, this probably isn't very good to uh, to listen to. But yeah, basically, uh, yeah, I won. I, I finished second in that one. Then I messed up my qualifying in the third race. But it was fine because I ended up winning the event anyway. So I am the best commentator on iRacing. Did you win a race? I didn't win a race. <laughs> <laughs> I finished second, second and sixth. Seemed like the strat. Apex Racing TV finished second. And have all the protests been finalised with the grass cuts? No protests. Arjuna okay. said that I had to share it with someone else who didn't <laughs> grass cut. <laughs> to which I say no. No. I'm keeping it for myself. Uh, Jonathan agrees with me. I and I hope you agree with me as well, David. Uh, anything I you deserve say. it. You deserve yeah? it. Yeah, I deserve it. So I am the fastest commentator on iRacing, and there's no questions <laughs> about that. So I'm really delighted with that. Understood. I also won uh, the 20 hours of Zolder. Oh yeah, that was. Yep. I'm really. I'm a fantastic driver. <laughs> I'm really and humble. And humble as well. <laughs> Don't drive in five months. Pop on for one weekend, win a couple of events. Yeah. Super easy. Back to hiding. Yeah, back to hibernation. <laughs> um, so enough about me. <laughs> it's not all about me, is it? Did you win any races? I mean, feel free to promote yourself. Uh, I did not, no. It's tough. 6K softs, it's, it's brutal. I can't even think about podiuming, um, especially at Spa. Spa's been... Uh, surviving isn't enough. You know, that's the advice I get. Oh, just survive T1. I'm like, that's not... If I just survive, I'm like 26th. Yeah. I have to, if I don't fill a hole in front, if I don't go side by because side... Because you're not going to get easy places from the others, are you? No. Like, they're going to... If someone drops it in the grass... every place. Yeah, and if even someone drops it on the grass who's from third and they lose nine seconds, it's not a freebie. They'll be back. <laughs> They'll be back. They'll be back soon. Um, so, yeah, I've been proud of myself to know the possibility of gaining night rating is zero to nothing and I lost 50 in total of like five races but no it's um yeah it's just yeah I'm proud to finish and try and put the pieces together and yeah it's tough but I'm learning like at this level it's really really hard um the sim center needs bigger doors for Sam's heads after this week true I'm not going to let this down because I don't do enough racing to lose often. So, um, well, Zold was really impressive because that's not easy. Yeah, but I did was carried by three drivers who are better than me. <laughs> and you like, didn't bin it. Didn't? Uh, no, I didn't bin it. I spun twice out of like five hours of driving, which I'll take. So yeah, I was trying to race the GT4s. I got really bored. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I was uh, pleased with that one. So yeah, good weekend. Um, Apex Racing TV, there are the November highlights available to watch. Really do recommend watching this. There's actually some like genuinely fun, funny moments out of this. Uh, this is the first one. Some absolute mind-boggling crashes. Ah, apparently, actually, we watched this last week. So thank you, David and, uh, and Lee, for... Uh, That's it was a good pace. I've just remembered where it is, yeah. Yeah. Think of battles. But Mercedes grunts on this Vickery tech. It was uh, insane. Side draft. Wonderful stuff. But you've seen all that already. Um, so, uh, yeah, do check that out if you haven't already, the full video. Um, few moments from other ARTV broadcasts, however. Uh, this was um, a couple of the commentators, Larry and David, on uh, the side of a, a car. Uh, you can see, oh, Greg, Greg and Larry, there you go. So that's some good commitments from uh, Bobby Charles to, uh, to, to put that on. So thank you to Bobby for that moment. Um, this was a big moment. No, hang on. No, no that wasn't that big. Let's skip through that one. Uh, this was a bigger moment. Finishing order here in this race. So this is top two in GT3 Pro, top two in GT3 um, Clash, and they take out the GT3 Pro leader. This is in the Rikmotech World Challenge. Oh, he does not look happy. Just the onboard. Yeah. I mean, the number three here, I mean, just trying to get on the brakes and straightening up the car, and it was the worst thing he could have done. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. But we've all been there at Daytona. And I think they've just been a safety car as well. I mean, that's that's <laughs> reckless, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, it depends. The guy in front slow, it can sure, just yeah. catch you by surprise, because that, that's such a rhythm corner, you know. Uh, there's not many markers to judge much. Um, so, yeah, it's hard to tell if he carried too much and went too deep and hit him or if the guy in front was just really slow and he didn't react in time. I'm sure there was a safety car, but everyone was really bunched up beforehand. Um, so, yeah, good, good entertaining uh, stuff there. Um, in Apex Racing Academy Porsche Cup, another fantastic round, consistently our most entertaining series, I would say, on uh, on the channel. Uh Salomon had one. Oh, okay, I've got the wrong timestamp. That's not very smart of me, is it? Spoiler alert. Um, who was Salomon? So Salomon had won the first three rounds of the championship and he collided with Apex Racing Team's Michael Yanni and then somehow splits the difference between the academy cars as well. <laughs> as well handled by Yanni. Again, a little bit of a tight one here. But I think Salomon just closed the door. Show that again, that, that moment there. Let's see. He hits the Yeah. A little bit of net code. But then again, we just can't use that. You have to leave room in iRacing. We know this, you know. You can't. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sucks, but you only handled that really well, like a pro. There was, and I don't use, oh, hang on, what? Okay. 
Ah, come on, YouTube. Come on, work for me. Uh, it's not working, it's YouTube. Yeah, we were having a good run. Uh, okay, might be back. So there was, and I didn't use this word lightly because um, I didn't use like it because people always say it in um, tennis and it's not, shouldn't be applied. But this was a choke. Uh, Nold was leading the way by half a second and he misses the apex on two consecutive corners by half a kilometre. And he completely lets back Thompson into the race. And you can tell from here what's going to happen. Thompson. Gets alongside, overtakes at the final chicane, and wins the race for his first ever win. Wow. Some really good racing in that, again, always an entertaining series to watch. Uh, final couple of clips. Uh, this was the S1 Racing GT3 series. This is back for the new season. And this was just a nice move. Right oh, look at this. Where is this most ball? Yep. Into Moss Corner. Nice little mugging. Oh, lovely. And gets it done. Real clean stuff. I like seeing that. Yeah, for sure. It's a committed corner, that one. Got to be very committed. And the last one was this uh, launch. Launch is uh, the best way to put it. Same guys again in the push. Wait! Um. Drive through. <laughs> Porsche for a drive through. <laughs> oh my god. Can we get to see that again? I think they sh No, I don't think. Oh, here we go. Maybe this. We are going to send. Oh, come on. Do the onboard. I get what he's trying to do. Yeah, he gets it done. He just misjudges where he is. He, he, I mean, Jake, that's a really bad move. He's genuinely trying to get the inside for the second part. Yeah, I think he. No, he. Yeah, he just misjudges where the contour of the track where, is. I think. Where the track goes. Yeah. He's misjudged there. Like. <laughs> really bad move there from Jake. He takes out Justin and hopefully gets a penalty. Try through. Yeah. And a Q-Ban. And what? a Q-Ban. <laughs> that was funny, though. <laughs> um, that's all the clips for Apex Racing TV for this week. Um, uh, yeah, Ryan Reisman just confirmed for that Rick Motech race. There was a safety car at 20 minutes to go, which I'm a big supporter of. I like that. But that made that spin for the... Uh, class leaders even more painful for that one so um the only time i get to deal with iRacing safety cars is le mans and my god what when did the oh Twice. yeah the the, um, the charity race the yeah. majors as well oh yeah it's always long oh silverstone no silverstone didn't have the le mans charity race yeah majors it's too long it's too long it's so boring see that was iRacing yeah safety cars. Yeah, yeah you can't do that a lap so a lap usually is three minutes so you're talking six-minute lap, right? Yeah, and then you're talking, what, four laps by the time it's yeah. like three lap, three, four laps? Right so 25 minutes. Oh, yeah. You're so tired. Sometimes. And you want you can't do a driver swap because it costs time, right? And the driver's so tired after just doing absolutely yeah. nothing for 25 minutes, half an hour. Mm. It's a joke. And now you're asking him to not just push, but everyone's gritted back on. High performance pushing and everyone's tired as hell. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you want to... Get your safety car fix. Do some ovals. Jump into like some trucks <laughs> racing on Phoenix or something, and that then you'll get bored with safety cars and never want to be under a safety car yeah. ever again. So I do recommend that one. That will quench your thirst when it comes to um, safety cars. 
Um, KCR steak saying extra painful if you need to go to the toilets. Yes, um, that is an annoying one. Yeah, because often the pit lane is closed, isn't it? So yeah. you can't. Don't. Can't, yeah. Don't. It's just. <laughs> it's just too long. Yeah. It's too long. Um, anything else you wanted to say before we wrap up? Um, no. Yeah, I'm excited for the Rensport thing. I couldn't care about ACC cross-play. That's just more PlayStation Xbox arguing all the time, arguing about... Um, usually that it's over rules on who takes ownership of abusive language and stuff over voice comms and stuff. That's usually yeah, what it comes yeah. down to. How do we deal with the legality of abuse and stuff? Uh, but whatever. It needs to come to PC if we want this to grow. I'm excited for the Mudrunner game. Um, and I'm excited for this prototype championship league challenge champion it's just championship it's just championship. i don't think we've named we've got trophy we've got cup and we've got championship you have a challenge yeah, three challenge maybe next up will be challenge 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 um yeah no that would be good i think it'd be really good especially with a big grid that's gonna be phenomenal um no pesky slow cars to ruin the race that's <sighs> happened again i'm signed out Uh, we we have our producer here who might be able to bail us out uh, on this one. Okay. Uh, so we will say goodbye then for this week of the Late Apex. We're not going to be back next week. No show next week. Uh, we will be back on the 5th of January. So keep tuned for that one. Hopefully there's been some stuff happening over the next three weeks that we can talk about. Uh, but for the time being, of course, have a fantastic festive period. Um, if you... If this is your chance during the year to do lots of sim racing, fantastic. Do lots of sim racing. If this is your chance of the year to get away from sim racing, have fun. Don't do sim racing uh, for a little bit. Um, and um, yeah, hopefully everyone has a has, has a nice holidays. It's a fun yeah, time of everyone. year. Um, so yes, thank you for tuning in, and uh, the show will return in the new year. Yep. But for now, from myself, Sam, and from David. We will say goodbye for now and uh, we'll see you back in the new year.